Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. A few other things we'll get to along the way. More time for your phone calls and your tax. But off the top in this hour with legalization coming uh, next year, cannabis, marijuana, weed, pot, whatever word you want to use. Uh, and also given that we're facing all kinds of delays in our court system to the point where it's it's actually having a measurable impact, where, where real serious criminal charges are being dismissed because we can't get them to trial in time. I really struggle to understand why this is a priority. Now, you may recall back in, I guess it was April of 2016, activist Dana Larson embarked on his Overgrow Canada tour that took him to cities right across the country, including Calgary. Uh, and basically his message was, here's some, some cannabis seeds, folks, go and grow your marijuana plants. And if everyone's out growing it, then it'll just seem normal and... And what are the police going to do? There was one city uh, where the police decided to to intervene, and that was here in Calgary. Dana Larson was arrested and charged for giving out those cannabis seeds. So it was interesting. In the interim, though, Dana Larson returned to Calgary, did the same thing, and yet this time police shrugged and didn't do anything. Well, Dana Larson is once again back in Calgary, but this time it is to face trial for giving out those marijuana seeds uh, back in April of last year. So joining us to talk a bit more about this case, about his uh, ongoing campaign, which you can read more about, by the way, at overgrowcanada.com. Uh, Dana Larson joins us on the line here this afternoon. Dana, welcome back to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. Well, it's, it seems surprising to me that we're actually going ahead with this, with all the delays we're facing in the court system, the legalizations uh, coming next year. What do you make of it? I think it's absurd that they're spending time on, on my trial in a province where there's been hundreds and hundreds of uh, quite serious charges dropped over the last year due to the courts being clogged, uh, and yet they're making time for me giving away low THC cannabis seeds. Uh, it really seems like a bad set of priorities for the Alberta court system. What's even weirder, too, now this goes back to, to April of 2016, but you, you've been in Calgary since, and in fact, you've been in Calgary giving away cannabis seeds since then, and uh, when you did it the second time, there was no issue. Uh, you're totally correct. And even the first time, I mean, Calgary was the second stop on a 17-city tour. Uh, I went to 15 other cities after Calgary, continuing to give away these seeds, and police didn't show up anywhere else. And uh, this year I did it again, and I came to Calgary and many other cities and had no problems at all. And, of course, in Calgary and pretty much anywhere in Canada, you can buy uh, marijuana seeds to produce high-potency cannabis plants uh, all over the place. There's at least 20 places in Calgary that, that sell marijuana marijuana seeds. So either prioritizing going after me for what are low THC, uh, high CBD cannabis seeds, uh, it just seems very bizarre to me. 
Well, it is, and it would surprise people to know that, right? I mean, it, it's uh, almost like the the law around paraphernalia. Things like bongs, people may not realize, are illegal to sell. Uh, but it's it seem, would seem like a big waste of time for police to be going after that. Well, you're exactly right. Most Canadians, I don't think, realize that, that bongs, cannabis seeds, and in some jurisdictions, they may not realize that dispensaries are also illegal. Uh, but uh, this is part of a, a massive civil disobedience movement all across Canada, which is why I think we're on the verge of legalization, because Canadians, like myself and many others, have been breaking these laws openly and honestly and transparently in an effort to show how ridiculous they are and to get them changed. And, uh, you know, I knew when I was going to give away cannabis seeds all across Canada that I might face uh, some legal repercussions, and I'm certainly ready to face uh, whatever the consequences are. But at the same time, I do think it's it's really absurd that this is what's become a priority uh, for the Alberta court system when they seem to have a lot more important things they should be dealing with. Well, you would think so, but I guess when it comes to your own case, so I mean, what's what's the argument you make? Because you would, you admit doing this, uh, it is technically illegal. So what, what are you going to be presenting? Well, we'll be we'll be talking about uh, questions around uh, whether uh, the seeds that I was giving away are actually marijuana, or they're more accurately described as hemp. Uh, it was a low THC and a high CBD variety, uh, so it's very difficult to get any kind of psychoactive effect off of these plants. Nobody would be getting high from smoking these buds. Uh, we'd like to challenge some of those issues and see if we can get a precedent in court to have uh, low THC plants uh, removed from the Controlled Drugs and Substances Act and no longer prohibited at all. I think that would be a wonderful step forward. So what did police actually do with the seeds? Do they have to turn them into plants before they can make a case? Uh, absolutely, yes. And I got all the information from the police. They, they, they took some of the seeds and they sprouted them in the, in the police house. And I have the records from the officer, you know, at, at 0800 hours, I entered the room, I turned on the lights, I applied water to the seedlings. Uh, they spent a lot of time growing these things out. Then they had a Health Canada inspector come and say, yep, those are cannabis plants, all right. And uh, that's what they needed to do to, uh, to charge me. Uh, so they put quite a bit of effort and time and money into this already. Uh, and they're going to be spending at least four days in court now uh, debating over these issues and, and probably it'll go more than four days and we'll be back again in a couple of months to have more court hearings on this. Was anybody else arrested? Anybody who uh, who took the seeds? Would, would that be in violation to be in possession of these seeds or to accept these seeds? Uh, absolutely it would be, but the police didn't arrest anybody else. I mean, they actually arrested somebody else at the event first who had gone back to our truck to get some more seeds for us. They arrested that person, and that was what spurred me to go out and talk to the police, and ultimately I was arrested as well. Uh, but, um, but yeah, they, they've put quite a bit of effort into this, but no, they haven't charged anybody else or arrested anybody else in possession of these seeds or anything like that. I'm the only one that's going to court. And what kind of penalties could you be facing? Well, I could get uh, six months in prison, I think, and quite a substantial fine. I mean, that would be on the high end, and I kind of doubt it's going to turn out like that. But I could certainly get a criminal record and, and the, the lifelong repercussions that come along with that. I'm hoping that we can instead get some kind of a precedent and have cannabis uh, hemp seeds removed from the uh, prohibition. But uh, failing that, yeah, I certainly face a quite good chance of being convicted and uh, having a lifetime criminal record for this. Where are we going to be at by next year? What's your understanding of uh, what legalization is going to mean for the distribution of marijuana seeds uh, and, and how this law is going to change? 
Well, my understanding is that the new, the new legislation will allow Canadians to grow four cannabis plants on their own property, uh, but the seeds for those plants would supposedly have to come from the licensed producer companies. Uh, so you'd have to get your seeds from one of these legally uh, licensed companies. But, of course, that being said, there are hundreds and hundreds of stores across Canada that sell hundreds and hundreds of different strains of marijuana. Uh, I would not be surprised if a large number of Canadians who decide to grow cannabis for themselves uh, choose to get their seeds at one of these seed banks and not from the licensed producers. And I don't really know how anybody would catch them or enforce that uh, distinction. So uh, they're going to have some problems uh, getting everyone to stick to this very restrictive regime they're trying to create and they're going to call legalization. Right. And is that part of what you're campaigning against? Because a lot of people would, would say, you know, Dana, I mean, we, you want legalization's coming. What's the point of all of this? Well, I think we've gotten to where we are through civil disobedience and through challenging these unjust laws, and we're going to continue to do that. Uh, there's some good things in the government's proposed legalization, but it doesn't not go far enough. There's still a lot of flaws in there, and it still ultimately is treating cannabis as some kind of a dangerous substance that needs to be tightly controlled, that much more strictly than alcohol or tobacco are controlled, when in reality, cannabis is much safer than alcohol and tobacco and actually has a lot of beneficial aspects to its use. So although I'm pleased to see the government's moving towards uh, some kind of legalization, I don't feel this is the the end of our efforts. This is merely another step and that we're going to have many more years of court battles and challenges ahead to try to get a real legalization that we want, which we see as a, a real end to cannabis prohibition. All right. Well, we'll see what happens uh, with the trial this week and much more uh, at OvergrowCanada.com. Dana, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Anytime. All right, that is uh, marijuana activist Dana Larson uh, in town to face trial for giving away cannabis seeds. It does seem like a, a tremendous uh, waste of resources to be pursuing this case in court. Uh, and especially odd, given that there, there's places in Calgary where you can buy marijuana seeds. Just go and Google Calgary Cannabis Seed Bank etc. You can find these. So it is really odd to me that police just ignore this, that it doesn't seem like it's really worth their time, and that they go up to this guy. And not only after the fact that they charged him and said that he'd done something bad, he came back to the city and did it all over again, and police basically just shrugged and ignored it, which seemed really strange to me, too. Um, it, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's technically illegal, but you get these bong shops all over Calgary, too, all, all over all kinds of cities across the country. Those are technically illegal under the law as well. But it's just, what's the point? Uh, I mean, the other thing is, too, I mean, a seed, what are you going to do with a seed? Are, are you in possession of a drug if you have something that isn't a drug? You can't do anything with a seed. If you try to put a seed in a, some rolling paper, you can't do anything with it. So that's the other thing that seems so weird about it. I mean, yeah, there's the end product, I guess. If you put the time in and cultivate that seed and then it turns into something else, is that different? Seems to me if you can't get high off that thing in your hand, then I don't know that you're necessarily in possession of something that would be considered a drug. But uh, this text here says, ridiculous to have arrested the pot guy, but he knew the law. Other than showing our police to be out of touch with the reality, I don't really care what happens to him in court. 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this.
Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.